0: Welcome to Cannabis Business Minds, where we bring together the brightest minds to help you build a better business. Cannabis Business Minds is presented by live-consulting.com and found on cannabisradio.com. Here are your hosts, Simone Samaluka radzins and Kristen Yoder. Okay, today
1: we've got Chris Huesong on the show. Chris is the Chief of Sales and Marketing Director for Elixinol. And the co-founder of Mbox, box a cannabis delivery service. Uh, Chris is a leader in
0: marketing and branding. Chris, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, super happy to have you. I mean, we have been seeing you at so many events. We know that, you know, it's the Vegas show. We see you with the CBD hat. We see you at the Mbox with your awesome branding and marketing at a lot of the cool shows that are happening around California. And... You know, you're clearly doing something great. You're in a lot of places at the same time. You're, you're focused. So clearly, you're doing great branding because I see Mbox. I'm like, yes, I know this. I know this brand. How did you get into the cannabis industry? And, um, you know, you're also working with CBD, so the hemp uh, industry as well. Can you talk to us about your journey?
2: Sure. Uh, my journey is um, quite um, unremarkable. I grew up in the uh, just a no generation. Where I believed that all drugs, and I believed cannabis was a, a harmful material, and I just, you know, believed them when they said just say no. then I did, and uh, I believed, uh, you know, I had only had three rules in in my house when with my kids, and it was listen to dad, don't do dumb stuff, and don't do drugs. And you know, cannabis was part of that. And what changed my mind was a friend of mine who did a movie called The Science of Weed. And it was a movie, a documentary that's premise was let's not let culture decide, let's not let Nancy Reagan or politics decide, let's um, actually look at the science of it. And while watching that, I could not logically say that cannabis was uh, not a beneficial thing. I had to believe how beneficial it was because I could see the evidence clearly in front of me, how much it was helping people, the CBD aspects, the THC aspect just the entire um, plant itself was helping so many people from epilepsy to cancer. And um, I got uh, recruited in to help uh, uh, market and sell hemp at that time. So I was selling hemp and CBD to, to people and really helping to um, educate. 90% of my job every day is to educate people on the benefits of uh, CBD and hemp and cannabis and to help demystify it. Um, so that's how I got in.
0: Very cool.
1: Yeah. How did you come up with the idea behind M-Box? It's such a smart idea. It's so catchy. I love it.
2: Thank you. Well, um, I uh, was working on a cannabis subscription box for the hemp industry, and that wasn't coming, you know, it wasn't feeling like it was going to work. It wasn't happening. And um, when I moved from one hemp company over to work with Elixinol um, at that time, uh, some friends of mine said they wanted to do a, uh, a marijuana box. And... So we got together over a weekend after I just started with Alex and, all, and came up with the idea of the inbox. Um, we took spent about two days just uh, coming up with all the great things that we all liked, and um, designed it based on my childhood um, of loving having encyclopedias oh. delivered to me every month. Oh,
3: um, really? I, I didn't know that. Being able
2: to get the World Book delivered, and you know, back in the days when everybody used to have those before Google. I I enjoyed reading those and seeing those. So, the inbox was designed around that feeling and that idea because uh, the inbox itself, if you've seen them, right, they look just like an encyclopedia that you could put right up on your shelf.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. And, well, and they're super cool because each month it's very well designed to have a different theme. And, I mean, so for those that right. are listening, do you, can you explain a little bit more about just the whole design aspect, the branding, and, and that storytelling?
2: Sure. So the branding, I'll start with the end first. The branding came as um, we had a really smart designer named Martha Martin, and uh, she uh, met with me and my partners. And we had some kind of opposing ideas of what we thought the inbox should look like. I was very speakeasy and cigar lounge, and and um, my partner was very Apple and, and you know clean and minimalistic. And um, after meeting with her, she helped us come up with and designed the logo for the inbox. The inbox is very meaningful from uh, its design. The owl that we use is uh, a messenger that's supposed to deliver a perfect moment to somebody every month. Oh. Um, in most indigenous societies, an owl is seen as that messenger delivering wisdom. So that's where the owl came from initially. Uh, and then in, into more study, we found that the owl is also translates in hieroglyphics to the letter M. And hmm. since we deliver marijuana, music, munchies, and merchandise every month, it seemed like a perfect fit.
0: I love it. Wow, that's awesome story. I feel like so many people don't realize all the thoughts that go behind a product, one thing that we notice in business, though, a lot is that an owner and I or an idea generator has this great idea, and the market doesn't receive it well, or they don't buy it, or it's a too big of a price point, or it's something that just, I don't know, the, the idea, the thesis just doesn't match the user experience or the personal experience. How did you guys go about making sure that you talked to your you know, your users, to your patients, to make sure that you could give them the best
2: product. Well, um, I arrogantly believed that even though I'd just been in the cannabis uh, world for a little over a year when I started the inbox um, with my partners, that I could leverage all my existing sales and marketing contacts. I could leverage all my social media contacts because I'd been you know, social media influencer, a marketing trainer, a consultant for a long time. And I figured, wow, you know, this is just another product. As long as I deliver on its promise of delivering perfect moments, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna take off. This is gonna be easy. And come to find out, really quickly, the mission that I had been doing with hemp and CBD, of educating people and normalizing it and making it acceptable, um, was twice as hard, if not three times as hard, in the THC world, where I would go to my uh, friends and I would go to my contacts, and they would say. Not you know, Chris. I love your product, and I'm going to use it, but I can't talk about it on my social media because my banking contract or my real estate contract or my automobile contract might cancel me because I'm talking about marijuana. Oh wow! And so it was a really hard um, transition and lesson for me to learn that I had to um, really educate people and um, really the you know the the normalization of the of how amazing this product is. Um, including marijuana and the delivery of it and the curated moment of it is was ahead of its time you know from normal conversations you know we were a little over a year and a half old and it's just now getting to the point where people are coming out of the cannabis closet for example
1: that's true that's true a lot of people are coming out on their mm-hmm. LinkedIn especially professional people finally admitting it. Um, what do you think has been yeah. the most challenging aspect of getting into the market?
2: Well, and, and that's been really the the big benefit of working with a product like the inbox and with Elixmoll and its product is you can really be proud of that product when you have it. It doesn't look like a standard cannabis product that we traditionally heard about, right? It doesn't have a pot leaf on them. They don't have roster colors. They aren't, you know, not. Um, you know, uh, looks like something that somebody came up with during uh, a session of, of getting stoned and high. And it's not silly, it's, mm-hmm. it's important, it feels valuable, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people um, feel proud about it. So it's easier for them to share about it, it's easier for them to talk about it. They're conversation starters, whether it's Elixanol and they're very medical looking products, you know, that you'd normally see in a the CVS or at a Whole Foods or it's a Lixinol or a Pubim product that, you know, you could easily see at any bar or any um, smoke shop, uh, like a nice high-end um, library even. Yeah.
0: Well, so you, you kind of mentioned at the very beginning that, you know, you got a meeting of the minds with that fabulous designer, you had an idea of, you know, more of a cigar box speakeasy of another partner thought, no, I want to take the Apple route. And so how did you kind of combine all of those things to talk to your target market? And who is your target market?
2: So our target market is that innovator, that guy that waits in line for the iPhone 8, mm-hmm. right? The lady that works at, the, the lady that works at Google, but also, you know, plays in a band at night, right? It's those, those people that have, need that creative outlet and are the influencers in their own circles. That's our ideal client. Mm-hmm. Those guys that, you know, want to get new products every month, don't like to smoke the same thing every month, don't like to, you know, um, have to go down to the dispensary and pick out all their products they like us to be able to deliver them the newest, latest, greatest, and trust us to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, I, I love, I the first time I saw the inbox, I was just thoroughly impressed. And the fact that each month you really do get this new concept, this new idea, and this new new theme, it just, it does, it speaks to the innovators. <laughs>
2: Thank you. yeah the, the the intention behind it is to give you, so because in the box, when you uh, get it, it has a theme on the on the outside, on the spine. And each theme is a is a verb, an action, an intention that we ask everybody to try and create with their perfect moment. Once you open up the inbox, we've got a letter in there with inspirational quotes and some explanation of the product and how they all connect together to create a perfect moment that you could have yourself or share with others. Because it's not our intention to get people couch locked or just get people stoned, but it's to, for them to expand and upgrade their lives with cannabis products.
1: So tell us about the Club M team and the company culture.
2: Sure. So the Club M team and culture was really a big part of the creation and the benefit of what it can bring. Um, the way that that came about was, again, another added value from our designer, Martha Martin, because... Um, When she was uh, helping us design initially, she was a contractor, and um, I was really excited about bringing her on as a regular part of the team. And I asked her what it would take, and she said, Chris, the only way I will do that is if you guys become a for-benefit company. I had no idea what that meant. I'd never heard the word before. But what that means is our company is designed, and its main intention is to bring benefit to our society and our community. It's not, its intention isn't for profit, though it is profitable. Its intention isn't just to deliver cannabis, though it does it really well. Mm -hmm. Our intention is to bring um, the benefit of supporting the local and um, community by giving money to the arts and music organizations in our cities and communities. We do that by um, giving them funding, helping with scholarships, um, promoting events, having those entertainers exposed to our members um, on a monthly basis. We do different events. And additionally, creating a playlist every month that's included in the inbox. The reason that we chose to go with that idea of benefiting um, our communities by supporting arts and music community is because cannabis is such a big part of those communities. And it's a shame that a lot of times they have to be ashamed of or they have to hide, or they have to, you know, there's stories and stories in so many movies that we've all seen where big people um, in our in those communities were persecuted or put in jail or um, thought less of because they smoked cannabis. You know, um, pretty much the entire blues community would not exist if it wasn't for cannabis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our lives would be darker places. Our lives would be less beneficial if that didn't exist in our, you know, for day-to-day lives and um, it's important for me as my mom as an artist who grew cannabis in my backyard when I was a kid um, and you um, really used it for her as a you know to expand her mind to be able to create amazing sculptures and paintings and all sorts of things it's, it was important for me to help connect those dots so as a company that's one of our main focuses so um, yeah. internally our team um, go to those events, our team looks for those opportunities for us to be able to support the local arts and music communities.
0: It's time for us to do some sponsor business. More cannabis business minds when we return. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus
3: pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio Social Crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us.
0: Great minds think alike because they listen to Cannabis Business Minds. Presented by live-consulting.com only on CannabisRadio.com. Absolutely. And, well, I mean, we see you around with the, the Club M box, which is such an like, not the box, but the, the van. Yeah,
1: I was The caravan.
0: Say. And, you know, you, you were at the um, Emerald Exchange. Exchange. I think you were, you were at the 420 Games. So you're clearly really trying to, com- like, create that community within the cannabis industry in Southern California. Um, how have you been able to do the music aspect of it? Can you talk to us a little bit more about that?
2: Sure. So um, our, very, our launch party included um, a couple of artists that were singing at the event that um, we found here locally in San Diego. Um, we're working um, with a couple of musicians to create and produce um, meditation and focus music that is at the um, that vibrates at the exact same level as plants do, so cannabis. So while you're smoking cannabis, if you're listening to this, the intention of doing that is going to allow you to connect to the plant and even expand yourself and upgrade your thinking and creativity by doing so. Um, additionally, at all these different events that we, we go to, we always look to connect new musicians and artists. I was on Hail Mary Jane with a couple of artists, local artists there in Venice, and um, they, we commissioned them to be able to do some pieces for us so that we're, um, we auctioned off to raise money for a scholarship fund. Um, we're always looking for ways to, 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 you Mm -hmm. know, what's great about our community is while we're out there meeting people, there's always a new outlet for us to connect with. Absolutely. Um, the easiest way that we do that, easiest way we do that though, is we create a playlist every month of different artists. And we're always looking for great artists that meet the same theme as the box each
0: month. That's so cool. One aspect of being a market leader uh, is innovation and it is ensuring that you are different and unique than your competitors. I'm sure that you are not the only, you know, Mbox or like the only subscription-based box in California and in the United States. Um, clearly, you've kind of defined your competitive advantage by your company culture that you've got. You know, you clearly are strong at branding and marketing. I'm curious. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you see competition in this space and kind of your viewpoint on continuing to maintain a competitive advantage?
2: Sure. Um, so there's a couple of key turning points um, in my uh, growth of this company that I've really had to check myself as far as, you know, competition and what we're going to do and and not bend or change based on pressures, but, you know, continue the focus of what we believe is a successful product. And the first one was the continual pressure to lower our price point. Um, a lot of our perceived competition in the market are $30, $40, $50 boxes that are just delivering gear. Mm-hmm. They're not delivering, uh, you know, uh, different uh, the medication. They're not delivering the the flour, the edibles. And, um, you know, there was a, a pressure for us to lower our price point, even though we're delivering $200 worth of value every month for already $100, which is a huge value. Yeah. But just the point of entry at $100 was challenging for people. Mm-hmm. So um, it, there was that pressure and it came to a point where we had to decide what we wanted to do. And a big turning point for our company is when we decided to launch the $1,000 box, the M1K box. And mm-hmm. when we did that, we really set the the bar of what it takes to be in this industry, in the luxury brand industry for, for cannabis. Um, we were in several news magazines, Forbes magazine, um, Now This, did a huge video on us. And yeah. um, it, it showed that there was a big market for those. I personally didn't think that I was going to sell those boxes. I personally thought once I went to Whitney over at Apothecary, yeah. and had her design some, you know, some ones for us, that we, you know, have some great gifts internally, and you know, maybe one person will buy it. We sold out.
0: You sold immediately out? with
2: those boxes. Wow. We sold them.
0: Wow. What we pin- sold
2: out, and the the that happened so quickly, and it really you know reaffirmed to us that. You know, um, going lower and 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 just trying to hit a, a low price point entry is not what people are wanting. They're they're wanting the the best quality stuff. They're wanting us to find it and curate it for it for them. And they have the money to spend on it because they're already doing it.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know your target client, right? Like we asked you at the very beginning, you're like, oh, they're they're the innovators. So those those are the guys that are gonna be walking in line or waiting in line for an iPhone eight and they have the budget to purchase the the thousand dollar box. Before we get like to the right. speed round and like dive a little bit deeper into this, what was in that thousand dollar box?
2: So the thousand dollar box I already mentioned we had a custom box made by apothecary. Okay. We had the first ones that she got off the off the assembly line. And they were each one individually different because they were made from recycled wine barrels. So no two were the same. They had our logo um, etched into it, an apothecary's logo. It had all sorts of tools and storage. It was locking. It's a humidor. Then there was a, a variety of over over $1,000 of cannabis products that came along with that, from Humboldt to um, Evokes mm-hmm. to tr- True Humboldt Flower to uh, DeFont's um, chocolates, Cali Gold chocolates, Lord Jones.
0: Yeah, so then just um, like we a had very some, high- amazing, yeah, amazing
2: flower from all over the place. So it was great.
0: Oh man, I wish we had. <laughs> I wish we had known. So do you, are you, So that was like very strategic, right? Is that something that if someone's listening, like, yes. well, I want this thousand dollar box. Yeah, if you'd done it again, will you do it again?
2: So um, I will do another. Um, project i probably won't tell you what it is now but we have two planned coming up
3: yeah
2: um and one that's coming out in july um it's going to be you know even pop the thousand dollar box what we've uh what i can tell you is that we're launching a concierge service so for those people that are buying the buying that are asking for us to fill that each month with new products and so it wasn't additionally a, a subscription, it was a one-time gift type purchase. Yeah. But now what they're asking for is a concierge service where we pick those products and we share those products um, every month for them. And you know they can pick different levels of how much they want to spend, whether it's for a continual mm-hmm. gift, which was an interesting uh, development that I didn't expect. Because now with the Prop 64, the people were able to gift cannabis to people. Oh, yeah. And so I have several real estate agents and bankers. When they close a big deal, they gift somebody an inbox. Oh.
0: So they
2: gift them a subscription to the inbox.
0: Wow, that's a
2: fantastic. So we've question. started customizing those for those guys with their own little thank you note and things like that.
3: Oh,
1: that's so. You're saying there are people that are wanting a thousand dollars worth of cannabis products a month. That's awesome. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I would love to just have a bunch of those people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so much less labor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know?
2: Well, it, 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 it seems like it might be, mm-hmm. but um, we do a hot, high level of customer service. And if you look online, we've got over 100 reviews on our on our website where people give us, you know, four or five stars. And they just rave, you know, about good products, but mainly about our customer service and our attention to detail. Um, we We provide world-class service. Um, we build relationships with each and every one of our customers and um, they they know um, most of our internal team by first name and um, you know share stories of how cannabis is helping them you know and their family members. and it's it's just become a really good beneficial relationship for everybody on many levels
0: yeah how has technology been playing a a role right now in kind of what you're doing and how are you getting prepared for licensing in 2018
2: so preparing for licensing is um an interesting playing field because it seems to change every couple of weeks Mm -hmm. Um, you know depending on each city and what laws and the rules that they end up setting um based on you know whether distri- distribution licenses are going to be required or not and um where uh, if a public event is going to be available or not a private event is going to be available not, it seems to change quite frequently and we're trying to traverse that we've um definitely um, Licensed or I'm sorry, retained several uh, lawyers to work with us to make Mm -hmm. sure that we're doing everything legal and -hmm. and following all California state laws. Um, As far as technology, um, we've been very much innovators. You know, we we're able to work with credit cards, we're able to work with a bank, we're able to um, do subscriptions, we're able to have a great website. Um, It's it's been amazing um, technology, and a lot of that just has to be be open and transparent and not trying to play games with people. And when we do that, you know they they honor that and um, have been uh, very helpful in the growth of our company.
0: Yeah, very cool. Yeah, everything's changing in, in California, especially with that trailer bill. There's still, yeah, so much Yeah, and especially
1: with
2: right. Any well, and and we're we're having to think even outside of California because we're this year we'll be expanding into Nevada, really, probably Michigan, and an Oregon.
0: Congrats! So, That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah.
2: That yeah, guy. well, those are, I mean, the, you know, just Vegas is begging for an inbox.
0: Oh, God. So I, cu- just, I could only imagine. Just, oh, that's yes. the high rollers. Right. Like, you, you. Yeah. $10,000 boxes. Yeah. I mean, and just like making, especially the exclusivity of it, you know, yeah. like the fact that it's like this limited right. edition, this very cool, unique experience. And I think that's where we see really big brands that are doing great things. It's not that it's just a product or it's a service. It's a true experience. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And because truthfully, that's what I sell. That's what I offer to people. That's the just, I provide a service. I don't make a product, right? I, I find amazing quality products and deliver them to amazing quality people. Um, so it's all about the presentation and the experience that somebody has. And so that's why customer service has become really the product that I deliver. Yeah.
1: Awesome. I was reading on your LinkedIn profile and on there it said that you help people overcome the psychological, creative, and strategic barriers that hold people back from achieving their professional, personal, and creative goals. Can you talk to us about that?
2: Yeah, I have a really good PR director. She writes really good <laughs> stuff. But that's uh that's uh, I'm like, hey, that, uh what i I grew up I grew up in the marketing and sales world helping businesses. Um before I got into the cannabis world, um my main focus was helping entrepreneurs start their own business. And what I found really quickly is what what stops people most of the time is either an uh an overthinking um, perfectionism mm-hmm. or a fear. And and I I point those out really quickly. Um, my consulting business was called Into Sight because what we did was brought those fears and those those overthinking tendencies into focus so that they could see them. And when they had to face those, like like a mirror is the way I would act and just make them face those. And when they did, they were able to make a decision that they wanted to move forward or they weren't. And it saves a lot of time. Because there's a lot of people that figure they need to go to college for 12 years to figure out how to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that think they need to go get, you know, the hire a whole team to build the website that needs to, you know, and it all needs to be perfect before they launch. Mm-hmm. And what I learned early on from a lot of smart people is that the road to starting your own business and the road to being an entrepreneur is very much like driving at night and you can only see the part that your headlights are showing you right now you don't know what's coming up but you can but you can you can only act and move forward based on that mm-hmm. if you try and guess what's ahead you'll never be successful so we help with that
3: very
1: mm, cool. Very necessary. I'm one of those people who gets really caught up in the details, but that's a really good point.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's, I mean, the whole concept of the lean startup is to, you know, try something, your minimal viable product, or Tasks your, at hand. you know, task at hand and like set these sprint goals and test, test, test. And I love that the digital economy is kind of transpiring. I think sometimes to business where you're like, well, does this really work? Like, did that marketing campaign really work? And just, working a lot with tech companies I just have been able to see that you know their approach to user testing and user experience I think you've done it with Inbox. I think a lot of companies could do it in their operations it's like hey well could we be doing this better continual improvement and really kind of just assessing the situation yep, yep. all right we're going to take a quick break but when we get back we're going to be doing the speed round are you going to be ready
2: I hope so <laughs>
0: it's time for us to do some sponsor business. More cannabis business minds when we return. Great minds think alike because they listen to Cannabis Business Minds. Presented by live-consulting.com, only on cannabisradio.com. All right. So this is Simone and Kristen with Cannabis Business Minds, and we are talking to the co-founder of Mbox, Chris, and we are about to start the speed round. Are you ready?
2: I am. I'm ready. (laughs) I got my tracksuit on.
0: Nice. Great. Okay. So
1: as a business leader, how do you make decisions and stay ahead of the market?
2: The easiest way for me to make decisions is quickly. Um, I'm quick to make a decision and slow to change my mind.
0: Nice. Nice. Man of this, yes, you you know exactly what's happening. Chris, what motivates you?
2: What motivates me every day to get up out of bed is to make sure that I'm able to change the perception of cannabis. I know I judge a lot of people. I know I judge my own family when it comes to cannabis. And I want to redeem that and make cannabis something people can all be proud of.
0: All right.
1: Okay. If someone is just getting into the industry, what is something that they should know?
2: That their company and their brand needs to be able to exist outside of the cannabis world. That the brand and the culture needs to be very much like any other business. They can't just fly on the leaf to make them successful.
0: That was excellent. Yes. That was excellent. Yeah. Last question, and I think you've alluded to it a little bit, but talk to us where you are going to be a year from now.
2: Well, a year from now, I, I hope to be um, in three different markets with the inboxed, and Elixinol will be in, uh, right now we're in 27 different countries, so we hope to be in 50 by um, another year.
0: Wow, wow, That's super impressive. That's super great. Before we wrap up, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us?
2: Um I would just love that uh, anybody and everybody that wanted to uh, join uh, Club M mm-hmm. that they are able to use a discount code and get ten percent off Absolutely. and free shipping, they can use uh, uh, four twenty Friend. friends
0: four twenty friends. use
2: that code. Uh, for 20 friends, they'll get 10% off and free shipping.
0: All right, perfect. And then for everybody that's listening, we will put, uh, along with this podcast, uh, on our show notes on liv-consulting.com, um, Chris's show notes, which will also link uh, directly to your website, Chris, and we'll include the promo code for them. Yes, it was so great having you awesome. on today. Yeah, thank you so much for joining Cannabis Business Minds.
2: Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thanks. I listen to rap, and when I all of a sudden understand one of their lyrics, like, five years later, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I get it. Yeah, but it's so cool when you learn something new about a product. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, it's so much thought put into it. Yeah. I love it. You really do curate experiences, and we can get pretty jaded in the industry.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: By just, you know, getting to yeah, service or
2: dispensary it's true. It's true. And, and the bar is pretty low in the, in the, in the subscription box. You know, there's just a lot of stuff thrown into a cardboard box and sent out. Yeah. So we hope that everybody appreciates it.
0: Yeah. Well, I, like, I, I kind of promised you, I didn't know how much you wanted to talk about it, about the competitor. But I hope that you guys are just dominating market share because it seems like you should be. Just with, you know, how much we see you, the fact that you are branding, marketing, marketing uh tara's on your team i mean you you know you've been written up the whole thousand dollars so i hope that you really are the leader in this
2: yeah we're trying um you know the the competitor that will remain nameless yeah. in yeah. any other public setting but au boxes is, yeah. is yeah. uh you know they get picked up almost all the same time as us um, really? just because they're the only yeah. other guy that's but yeah they they get they tag along just about every other time as far as as far as press now as far as sales they're they're doing a horrible job at delivering on their promise They're doing a horrible job at um, um, vendor relations um, yeah. I end up picking up most of the stuff they've promised to buy or um, from other people yeah. because they, they'll place an order and then then cancel
3: mm. well you know
0: what but they'll, I
2: think what yeah. they've done yeah. what they've done is 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 indicative of what um, other cannabis companies um, do is that they try and please everyone.
3: Yes. You know, exactly. if you look at
2: her product offering, she's got twelve different boxes, yep. and that is a logistics scalability nightmare. Yeah. I mean,
1: oh, I bet nobody knows
2: how hard uh, a subscription box is, and I I would lose. I'd have no hair if I had to make twelve different versions of the inbox every month.
0: Yeah. Oh, I wish we had asked you a little bit more about kind of the logistics behind it. Um, well. Yeah, we can yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit, and we can edit it about the logistics behind it, or would you be hesitant that that would be sure? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, so one of the things that we see a lot with just any basic client in cannabis, and actually just even in manufacturing, anybody that has inventory is that they don't manage their inventory at all, or that they don't do it well. Yeah, and you know, Kristen right. supply chain operations. That's her background, and. Yeah. I mean, oh, wow. yeah, and so what do you? I mean, what are your thoughts about this from the inbox perspective? I totally
1: understand. Well, um, with Venice Cookie Company too having so many products, I would think the same with the inbox. You don't want to have a hundred different pieces in ten different boxes,
0: right?
2: Right. No, it it, it could be a logistic nightmare, and that's why. Um, so the inbox every month. Um, one of the big requests, the only request that I always say no to is when somebody says, can I customize my box? <laughs>
3: um,
2: you know, I only like sativa or I only like indica or mm-hmm. I, I don't want edibles or I want all concentrates. I tell them, you know what? We have over 250 different items in our store. You're happy to pick any one of them that you desire and we'll ship them to you anywhere in California. However, if you want to get the inbox, you have to trust that I'm going to create a perfect moment for you Mm -hmm. because it's an amazing deal and they're amazing products. If that's not something that interests you or excites you, then the inbox isn't for you. And I learned a long time ago that telling people, you know, that there's other people that provide those services and I'm not going to serve everybody. Not everybody's my client. Mm -hmm. And that's very freeing and it's helped me to be, you know, successful with the inbox. Because you're right, logistical nightmare it would be to be able to Uh, make 12, 13, 20, you know, 320 different variations potentially.
0: Yeah. Because also Um, right uh, now, yeah, it could cannibalize your sales. Also you, you're, you know, maybe a logistics, it sucks. B, you're not really talking to anybody, so you're not talking, you know. I mean, you don't have a clear message, but those say, I mean, you cannot measure your sales more data that well.
1: Ready to order. Might as well just right. be a delivery service. E- exactly. Where you don't have anything put together, ready to go. You have to wait for someone to order, then put it together, which takes much more labor, much more time to put yeah. right. it
3: together. Yeah.
2: And technically, we all, we run both of those businesses. So the yeah. inbox itself is a curated product that re- that you can receive every month, and that's an amazing value and amazing service. But anybody that's within our club, whether they get the inbox or not, they can order any one of our products from our website that we've had in our last box. Mm. So we have those available in our store for people to purchase. So they can they can order those and, and and get the benefit of all the great brands that we have without having to have the inbox. But if you want that, you got to you then it's the value that you get. Um, you have to trust that we're going to do a great job. Yeah. And what you can do now is look at the history of all of the boxes. We've created fifteen different boxes now, um, launching sixteen this coming month. Um, the fifteen or f- fifteen volumes we've delivered, geez, close to three thousand boxes. Wow. Um, but um, fifteen different volumes of those boxes, and you can go back and see all the amazing products that are in them. And people um, currently go back and buy them. Instead of subscribing, they'll buy an old, you know, an old version, an old volume. Some people even buy the whole collection. They just want them all.
0: Oh, I like that. I mean, so for you, how long, we're all about process improvement and, you know, you've 3000, you're on your about to be on your 16th box. That's incredible. How long, like at what box did you guys really maintain? Like, okay, we've got this process down. We know, we know how to streamline this. We know, you know, exactly how long it's going to take. We've kind of n- nailed down our standard operating procedures around that. What point in your, you know, from idea stage to you did your first box to right now, um, did you feel like, okay, yeah, we've, we've got this going on?
2: So there's a couple of parts to that decision. making you know, to, to feeling that way. The first part was being able to. Um, I guess the epiphany came once people started. Other vendors, product makers, um, flower flower growers, all saw us as somebody they wanted to work with. In the beginning, it was really difficult because they didn't see the value of of Club M to them. Oh. Right? They did. So they wanted. They only saw me and the inbox opportunity. As another place to sell some products instead of a marketing opportunity like it is for them. Because every brand that's in the box gets featured in all the press that we get. Exactly. So um, it's like going to a trade show. It's like we take all of our brands to a trade show with us. It's, you know, they, they all get into the Forbes magazine article. They all get into, you know, um, your Refinery29 or Daily Mail mm-hmm. because they're part of that box, right? Yep. So once they once they see that value, now that we have that success on our belt, now they're coming to us and saying, hey, we want to work with you, and it makes it a, a really great uh, synergy. But until that point, it was really hard to secure brands regularly that we could um, be able to have on time. The next challenge for us was when we went from selling a couple, you know, 100, 120 boxes to selling three and 400 boxes. So now... While we loved working, we love and continue to find independent brands and, and smaller companies within California to help help them grow. They have a tough time doing that development, being able to create that many products mm. and get them to us on time. The other part is there's so many people, unfortunately, in the cannabis industry that make products that I can't sell. I can't yeah. offer them.
3: Yeah. You know, they don't
2: have testing information. They're not in great pra- packaging the product itself isn't as great as they'd hoped it would be. As great as you think your bath bomb is, it's not always the same quality of a product that I'd like to have in the box. Wow,
0: well, I mean you said well, I mean also that's great though. You've set the, the bar high and literally literally the Pun bar high. Intended. Exactly. And, you know, probably it's just part as, you know, we were talking about the corp- corporate culture at that, you know, like you, if you want to work with Club M in, a, in the vendor capacity or in that B2B relationship that they need to get your stuff together. Yeah, get the stuff together. So, yeah, that's cool.
2: great. right. Yeah, it's hard. I think I think that's the hardest part uh, for me is sometimes I have to tell somebody that their baby that they loved and curated is ugly. <laughs> and and I yeah. and I don't like doing that. Yep. But it's important um you know for some people that you know a handwritten sticker on the side of their tincture jar that they bought at Walmart isn't going to be able to be a great sustainable business.
1: Well, you're not helping anyone by not telling them. Unfortunately, no. you, right. you might, you know, no one wants to hear the truth except you know people that realize maybe I could be doing something better. Yeah. Yeah. I am like us, we're totally open to constructive criticism. That's how you grow.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If it's like the people on right. American Idol. Someone needs to tell them they can't sing before they let their friend go yeah. on national television and make a complete fool of themselves. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, 80... oh
2: my gosh, I love that connection. I'm totally going to start calling myself the American the Idol. the American
1: Idol. Yeah, Idol. wait, what's that guy? <laughs> Some, something Cowell?
0: Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. But don't be Simon. The, I'm, the Simon, don't be I'm the, Simon the Simon Cowell of
3: cannabis. Great. Yeah. No, no
0: I'll, you definitely I'll be are. The not. Simon Cowell. You definitely aren't. But I mean, the point is this. <laughs> Before we wrap up, is that 80%, more than 80% of startups fail. And being in the cannabis industry is way, yep. way harder with regulation, with the testing requirements and, and whatnot.
2: Yeah, and I totally want to make that clear. I don't believe I've figured everything out. I'm totally willing to learn, and I learn from people like yourselves all the time in this industry. Yeah, oh, um, absolutely. And that's What's been great about working in cannabis is it feels very much like the internet age When I first started working with different uh, website businesses, you know, early, early or late 80s, early 90s, and where everybody's kind of helping each other, you know, like the birth of Twitter,
3: you know, everybody's
2: connected and and talking. So I really, I really like the feeling of the cannabis community, you know, working with Women Grow, working with yourselves is just, it's been amazing.
0: Great. No, good to hear. And keep up the good work. I mean, you clearly have a team of like experts in branding, PR, logistics, and law. So, you know, you've done something great, which a lot of people we try to tell, like you need to have your arsenal of professionals to help you in this business. So. Exactly. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Yeah.
2: You can't do it all yourself. No. We'd as as you like to believe it.
0: You can't. You really can't. Yeah. Oh, Awesome. Cool. Well, I'm glad we added that little part because we'll put probably put that in the halfway through. But that was yeah. excellent insight, Chris. Yeah. Very, very awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um. And thank you for dealing with our hiccups. Uh, <laughs> we. It's just crazy. We're so happy we got signed. So this. I mean, our Simone's like turn off the
1: timer. Yeah. <laughs> like we cannot do it. Like
0: our yeah. reach now is basically going tenfold. Because uh, we just got picked up. Nice. Yeah, but it's just crazy because we normally do uh, just we're one interview. we
1: too, but this is we're, like five more pieces to each episode. It's like you need to
0: take a break, and you need to introduce the break, and, and it needs like, to be in ten minutes. Yeah, and we're it's not just... NPR. Chris is such a cool guy, and it was so fascinating to hear his story about Inbox.
1: Absolutely. I never would have thought, looking at his product the true intention that comes from that, from Mm -hmm. Chris, from his company, from everyone that's been a part of each box's theme. And I just love the fact that he, they're all about curating an experience, Mm -hmm. not just delivering different cannabis products with a theme. Mm -hmm. It's so much more than that. When he was talking about including music that the playlist like the the sound waves are the same that plants react to. So you're I mean that's insanely cool to think like mm-hmm. who who's thought of that to put all these different things in there including music to really bring you mm-hmm. on the same
0: plane. I mean he's an artist. He's a, and he's a branding genius yeah. and you know, I think we said at the very end, it's like, it's the experience. It's not a product. It's the experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think my takeaway was logistics and how, you know, he has strategically done just one inbox box because the chaos that could be associated with having multiple boxes and coordinating the different pieces of inventory and all the different vendors just seems out of Out of control and just like something way too hard to do. So I was really impressed that like just as much as he had thought out of the branding, it seems that they've really honed in their process through, you know, picking the right vendors, making sure that the vendors can scale and then also really ensuring that they can probably track inventory.
1: And I love how he said, and it's something we learn and it's something that all new companies learn is that. If you target everybody, mm-hmm. you target nobody, mm-hmm. and it's so easy when you're a startup yep. to really, well, okay, yeah, we can work with them, and we can work with them, mm-hmm. and if, well, don't we want to work with them or whatever? And he had a thousand dollar box, yes, yeah. that just sold out immediately. What a hero story. Yeah, it's the point is not like, you know, it's not just about the products, it's not just about the prices, mm-hmm. it's. Knowing who is your demographic and creating something that they would love.
0: Yeah, and knowing and and I just love that he was like we were thinking about changing our price and then we decided to create the thousand dollar box. Like that is the hero story for so many people that are in that startup phase and maybe aren't getting the sales that they want. Maybe because it takes a while. Like that's the thing I think nothing a lot happens of
1: happens overnight.
0: Nothing happens overnight, and I think a lot of you know these startups think that. Boom, I'm gonna get successful. Boom, I'm gonna get on Forbes. Boom, some amazing thing's gonna happen. No! It takes a lot of hard work and capital. And capital, yes, capital to figure
1: it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then those people that got the thousand dollar box are like, I wish you had a monthly. Yeah. Oh, I could could actually do
0: that on a monthly basis. Exactly. Perfect. Well, great episode of Cannabis Business Minds with Chris.
1: Yes, I'm so glad we got to talk to him.
0: Yeah. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Cannabis Business Minds. You can download episodes of our program by going to cannabisradio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and very soon on iHeartRadio.
4: The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.